Good afternoon, morning, whatever time. Welcome to another episode of BD Radio. Welcome, Dan. Thank you. And Snuffles Harry McGee in the back. Today's episode is... Oh, the sponsors first. We must get to the sponsors. This episode is proudly brought to you by BD's Nutritional Program, where we teach you everything you need to know to not only gain, but maintain. (laughs) (laughs) That just came to me. Brilliant. Anyways, if you guys need any help with nutrition, you know where we are. Um, Today's episode, we are in fact talking about nutrition, and it's a topic pretty close to our hearts. It's something that is 100% missing in our industry is the education around keeping the results maintaining yeah so there's a bit of a school of thought and i'm not sure i subscribe to it completely but i don't completely disagree with it it's that like the western culture doesn't have a weight loss problem they've got a weight maintenance problem and i think most people like if you ask them how to lose weight they would be able to answer it in a way that you'd say yeah that's you know that those are the principles but if you ask them how to maintain the weight they probably have no idea yeah. so well how many people come to us for our help like engage in our services and i'm talking nutrition um services for weight loss yeah and say to us i know what i have to do like how many people have come to you and said that oh yeah like everyone. i know what i have to do everyone. i just can't do it yeah everyone but to varying degrees of if they're right or not yeah yeah so but anyway the point is Everyone sort of knows what to do to get there. They may need some help and some refining, obviously. But this podcast is about what, like, when you reach your end point, when you reach that point where you've either ticked the box of, I was, you know, I'm happy with my results or this and that. Now I need to shift over into maintenance because there's a couple of things that happen that, um, when I've explained this to people, they've had zero idea, which is good because now they know. Yeah, so it's like okay, I've lost five kilos. Yeah. Now I just want to maintain not my, gain it back. Yeah, my seventy kilos and never gain it back. Yeah, because for every person who has said that they know what they have to do, that very same person has done it before in the past and is now heavier than they were when they started. Yeah, we do see that a lot. Yeah, so they've gained it back and then some. So, actually, let's start first. Firstly. And we tack this on to our run sheet. When I say run sheet, I mean messenger conversation of what we want to make sure we include. But on our run sheet, we wrote that we briefly wanted to discuss the effects of constantly dieting. So everyone knows that one person who you know is always trying to lose weight, always mm-hmm. trying this, always trying that. And not only the psychological effects, because it can be quite you know just damaging oh yeah Yeah. you can heal just like flatter and flatter yeah but also the physiological effects dan do you want to start with a couple yeah people don't realize that um it does have an impact on what you can do moving forward so for example me i've never dieted in my life i've never had a weight issue blessed bless um i've always really it's probably a better question for me no no but i i've always really enjoyed good food like i i remember growing up like good food home cooked food like it was a big part of what we did it was something that i really enjoyed um and it's still something i really enjoy doing like with my family it's something yeah like even cooking a good meal for the kids like makes me feel really good 
Um, so I'm someone that's never dieted compared to, let's just compare each other. Yeah. Um, compared to Ben, let's say, that has gone from one extreme to the other um, and done a few different things in his very short lifespan yeah. <laughs> uh, to try and lose weight. So obviously the older you get and the more dieting you do, the greater the impact. So Ben's quite young. It wouldn't be as great as someone if, if for example, we're looking at a 55 or 60-year-old um, client who had been yeah. dieting their entire life. Yeah. So I guess when we say the dieting, like have you been on a diet, this is more talking like have you actually spent long amounts of time in a calorie deficit. So half the time I thought I was on a diet, I wasn't. I wasn't actually in a deficit. So that's, you know, like this is for the people, I guess, what we would term crash, you know, like where it's just 10 day detox and all you eat is like spinach and anything that's, that's yeah. So anything that's fasting, extremely yeah. um, restrictive yeah. and aggressive in terms of like, calories. So yeah. yeah, when you're doing detoxes or really like um, low calorie, two, that sort of stuff. Yeah. Low calorie diets. Yeah. I think for most people listening to this, it'd be based around fasting or five and two or anything where they've been uber restrictive at a certain period of time. Yeah, so when you do that to your body multiple times, so if you've done that over and over and over again, so you've lost the weight and then you've gained it back. gained weight, yeah. then you've done something else, you've lost the weight. A yo-yo diet. Yeah, then you've gained the weight. So what happens is your body actually becomes less responsive next time you go to do that. Yep, and the way that happens is, so let's contrast you. So you've never really been overly mindful of your quantities in regards to weight loss you've always eaten as much as you wanted eaten yep. until you're full yeah so and that's a lot sometimes it's a, it's a lot sometimes <laughs> but as a result you're one of those people where people will just say oh she just has a blessed um metabolism she's so lucky and it's like you know Yes, whilst that may be true, it's like it's not completely true. It's a little bit true. She's only lucky because she hasn't had a history of basically down-regulating her metabolism and constantly crashing it over and over again. So you're, as a result, your resting metabolism is on the higher end. Yeah, it would be. Whereas compared to you know, someone at the same age who's at the other end of the scope who's been on a diet every day since they were 16 – their rest in metabolism as a result has been down regulated to the point where it you know it could be hundreds below where yours where is yep. for the same height roughly same weight so the key here is that your metabolism is adaptive yep so when you hear that person who goes you know was comment, oh i just have to look at a cupcake and i gain weight that's because they've been so restrictive for so long that their resting metabolism is so low that it doesn't take that much food to exceed that point and then to start gaining weight. weight. Whereas everyone also knows that person who, you know, they can just eat whatever they want and I'm doing, this is horrible radio, I'm doing quotation marks with my hands, you know, but they can eat whatever they want and not gain any weight. So... It can be quite frustrating for someone who then comes to us trying to lose weight, and we've had this happen a couple of times. To then, you know, to then say that you're gaining weight on this amount of food, and like what we need to do is actually build you back up 
to then drop your food down again and then you will start to lose weight on the same amount of food that you are actually maintaining weight so it can become a little bit of a a game of maths really it's very hard like if someone comes to you with a weight loss goal and you're telling them i need you to eat eat more more food they'll be like what sort of program (laughs) is this yeah it can be difficult to explain and um hard for the individual to accept but the reality is and just like all things that we say all the time like every single client is different Oh, 100%. As well. So we but, always address each client um, based exactly on the information they give us. Yeah. There is, you know, there is no kind of blueprint. So like yeah. meal plan, let's say. I always like to think of it like that way. Um, when you take into account all the considerations, yeah. Um, there's a lot to look at based on the individual. This is why that when you go on like... Um, Jenny Craig or Light and Easy, um, like when they say, you know, would you like the 1800 calorie option or the 1200 calorie option? Like that is the stupidest thing of all time. Sorry, Jenny Craig, if you No, listening. well, it's a generic. Yeah, but yeah. people aren't generic. No, they clearly are not. No one is the same. No. Like there is nothing more individual to a person than what they need to be putting in their mouth to be at their optimal health. Yep. Because it's not just physical health, it's mental health as well. Yeah, oh, and absolutely. the two are related. And food isn't as simple as calories in, calories out. It's a routine, it's a ritual. <sighs> topic for another yeah, day. We, we have these topic for another all day. The time. Yeah. But yeah, it's it's ridiculous. Like you would be so much better served by taking the time to learn what you need to then just be able to apply it for the rest of your life. Low stress, easy. Anyway. I love it. I really like that you actually addressed um, the mental, well, you just briefly. <laughs> just just, <laughs> just briefly. briefly mentioned like a lot Easter, of... Easter, perfect example. Yeah. You know, you know, like chocolate at Easter is like, it's a ritual. It's like yeah. a time of, you know, we're not overly religious, so it's not really a time of celebration for us. But, you know, like it's a, it's a time of... Well, for us, it's about... Family. Hunting with the kids, being with family, enjoying a bit of time to like together that's a ritual thing like that's a time of year that we really enjoy so to then go into that weekend loaded with stress about how am i going to handle this chocolate that's not good nutrition you know that's something that you need to work through understand you know understand that i guess the effect of what you're you know about to partake in that, you know, like, yes, the scales may go up because of this, this, and this, more carbs, more water doesn't necessarily mean you've gained any fat, all this stuff, like all this education that comes around what happens when you eat certain things is much more valuable to understand rather than just chocolate's unhealthy. Yeah. But I'm getting sidetracked. So let's come we back to maintaining results. I think we should do one on mental health and food though, because um, that is a good one. Yeah. Any, yeah. Yes. But that is for another podcast. I'll stop, I'll stop yeah. crapping on about it. Yeah. All right. So basically what then happens so let's say that you've done 12 weeks of a diet our nutrition program goes mm-hmm. for 12 weeks so that's perfect yep. 12 weeks of a diet and you've lost seven kgs yep and we get to the end and i said you know like outstanding job blah 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 all this great stuff i know exactly who you're talking about well done yeah <laughs> yeah okay perfect example and it's like okay her Goal was not to lose 7 kgs. The goal is to lose 7 kgs and then keep it off. Yep. Because anyone can 
follow a meal plan and just you know count their calories or do whatever to lose weight that's not the hard part the hard part is changing your identity your beliefs and your like day-to-day actions systems behaviors routines all this stuff to then you know be in line with a person who is seven kgs lighter and all this stuff and that's like that's the most important part i was about to say this can be applied to life in general Uh, like i say it to people from a training perspective i say it to people from a nutrition perspective and often when i have private conversations with people um when it comes to like like personal stuff and um certain things they're struggling with in like in general day-to-day life what you surround yourself with and what you do day-to-day should support your overall goal yep and i'm not saying it has to be a specific goal but i'm i'm saying like if you're someone that enjoys health fitness and family you're not going to hang out with people that party every weekend from far, from Friday to Sunday. Aren't you? No. <laughs> like, and yeah. hang around people that... Up all night, you know. You know, stay up till 2 a.m. and can't get out of bed till midday. Like, yeah. that's just not... Like, that doesn't support what you're doing. Yeah. And it would be very hard to kind of catch up with those people given that your interests are so varied. Especially when you're going against the grain. And yeah. it's in our nature to want to belong to a group. So it's yeah. going to be, it's always, be very hard to go against the grain for that long. Yeah, we always say how lucky we are that like we we surround ourselves all the time in our gym community yeah. with such like-minded people with such positive attitudes. Yeah. Um, that's one thing we really noticed in lockdown last year Yeah, was, oh, wow, we're not surrounded by this, you know, massive network that supports what we do every day like that that was a really big like that was a hard hit for us to take because it made up so much of our life yeah um, for sure so if when you're constantly surrounded by things that don't support you it makes it very hard for you to achieve your goal which is why we work through basically like the the actual nutritional education aspect of our program varies in length from person to person like it depends on their starting point it depends what they know it depends on their skills so we usually spend the first couple of weeks establishing exactly where that person's at and then we work through what we need to work through together but for me um with the last couple of clients i've had who have finished up the program the last you know quarter ish maybe even half is basically how to streamline their lifestyle to make sure to make sure that the healthy actions that they're carrying out every day just become easier and easier and easier yeah and they can do it without you yeah and they can do it long term so like we've briefly then spoken about how you need to kind of adjust your lifestyle and how you need to make it easy for yourself to stick to the plan from a scientific like viewpoint here's what happens when you go on a diet so i'm going to use the calories example like we don't count um we don't count calories with clients but you do need to acknowledge their importance and they do make it a little bit easier to explain stuff yeah and so, we, we occasionally we have used calories when required when necessary yeah. so let's use me as an example so i maintain my weight at approximately 2700 calories a day ish either side of that 100 200 whatever your maintenance 
like position is not a set point. So it's not like if I eat 2,750, I'm going to gain weight. And if I eat 2,650, I'm going to lose weight. So your maintenance calories is a bit of a range. Yeah. That being said, so if I was trying to lose weight, I might drop my calories through various means. Either I count them or I cut down a snack or I do whatever you know I choose. I might drop it down to 2,200. Now... To lose fat for me, I need to be probably a little bit more aggressive than some of our clients just because of my history of trained a lot, quite active already. Yes. So I need to work harder. Yep. So if I dropped my calories to 2,500, that's going to do nothing. It's not enough. It needs to be a little bit more aggressive. And for most people who would like some faster results, aggressive is a little bit better than slower depends on the person is always individual so after you know let's say in 10 weeks i've lost 10 kgs over the course of that time you can expect that my results will have slowed down they will have start to slowly plateau and they may have even plateaued a little bit earlier and i had to adjust again either with my energy out or um my energy in so energy out we're like meaning like activity, activity. training, yep. movement, that sort of stuff. And my energy ends, obviously, food. Food. Mm-hmm. So I may have made an adjustment. I may not have. What's happening is that as I lose weight, my body is starting to go into like a bit of a protective mechanism called metabolic adaptation. Mm-hmm. And what that means is that my metabolism is starting to adapt to my new normal. And my new normal at that time is 2,200 calories or, or whatever I said. Yep. That is because if it didn't, in a year, I'd be dead. Yep. I would have lost a kilo a week or whatever, and I'd be malnourished and in the ground. Mm-hmm. So basically, your body's going, there's not enough food here to survive. So I need to down-regulate all of my function and basically save myself yep so this is when people it's like you know your energy is a little bit flat you may be not sleeping as well maybe not training as well like all that sort of stuff you can kind of expect from being in a diet for a long time yep so now if i like let's say i've lost 10 kgs and i'm pumped and Mm -hmm. i'm on 2200 calories i'm like hell yeah this is awesome now if i go back to eating 2700 calories Mm -hmm. I now have 10 kgs less of weight to support in my body. That means that I don't need as much food to support that amount of weight. Mm -hmm. So So it's a good, what I try and, how I try and educate people is like if we were to work out calories, it is based on your current, not composition, your current weight, right? So if we're working out calories for someone and they're 70 kilos, and then they've gone on a diet and, and now they're 63 now they're 63 kilos why on earth would they go back to consuming um what they were doing weight that they no longer yeah, need to support you're, you're not supporting yeah. that same body you are supporting a different body that's right so over the course of time my metabolism has been trying to slowly catch up to my new level of intake so this is hard to 
measure. But let's now say that um, my metabolism, like I would maintain my weight now at 2,400 calories. So about 300 less than what I used to. If I go back to eating what I was, I am now in a surplus. My body will catch up event eventually, but I will gain weight. In the know, meantime. Like, yeah, yeah. In, in the meantime. It's another important point. You will gain weight really quickly if you eat in a surplus after a dieting phase because your body wants to get back to its set point as quick as possible. Mm. Your weight loss, like your new physique is not your set point. No. So what I'm trying to think who it was so I could reference it, but I can't. You might know. So like how long it takes. So after you've dieted. 18 months. It's 18 months. Do you remember who it was? Yeah, it was a client of mine, Elliot. Remember, he was a pediatrician. No, no, I've, nah, it's an, I've read an article. Oh, he's the one who told me. Oh, okay. And we were talking, <laughs> yeah, we were chatting about it yeah, a few years it, ago. It's quite a long time. So it, 18 months is a very, very long time for your body to realize that that is your new norm. Yep. All right, so how you eat in that next 18 months after you've dieted yep. needs to be considered. So here's the thing. Obviously, we don't want to be restrictive forever. So it's like, okay, well, how do I come out of a dieting phase without constantly, you know, being on attention? Or, or, you know, like I do want to sleep better. I want more energy. I want, you know, like I want to feel okay again. Not that you feel bad, but you know what I mean? Where it's like, I want to, f- I like, I want to feel full of energy again. You need to do it slowly. So what you might do is, okay, this is my current routine. Maybe I do a bit of a food diary to finish up so I can see exactly like where I am. And I might like slowly might be, okay, I'm adding an afternoon snack. And what and it's would that be snack be, Ben? A blue dinosaur bar. Okay. Bought from BD Fitness. I love it. Or you know, what else could it be? A piece of fruit. Piece of fruit. Or yeah. I'm, you know, so we love the hand portions with our clients i might add an extra cupped hands of carbs to my dinner and lunch like something small it doesn't need to be massive it just needs to be gradual yeah and then i will monitor the results make sure that you know like you're not gaining weight well this is where you can expect your scales to go up a little bit so harry please we are educating the masses i think harry's trying to poo we're just going to go on a quick commercial break. Oh, he's gone? Okay, he's good. So this is where you can expect the scales to increase a little bit. And what that is, it's not it's not fat mass. It is your carbohydrates in your muscle and the water that attaches to them, if you're doing it properly. So what it then becomes more important to do is rather than weigh yourself, I mean, not that that's ever the most important thing to do anyway, it then becomes more important to either take progress pictures or to do measurements with the measuring tape, but some form of tracking just so that you don't let it slip a little bit because it's really easy to do because you'll hit the point where you're tired of it. You're just like, I don't want to do it anymore. I want to have a couple of sweets. And that's great, but you do need to be diligent and not go too crazy. Yeah. Some, the regular monitoring is definitely beneficial. Like I've had people finish up the program and still like check in with me like once a week, yeah. once every two weeks. Yeah. You know, it stretches out once every month. And we are lucky with a lot of our nutrition graduates that they are clients at the gym. 
just how we can you know always just yeah ask them how they're going if they need any help all this sort of stuff but like if you are doing this yourself this um hopefully this episode like sheds a lot of light on what it is that you need to be doing at the end of your diet just to make sure that you're confident in your ability to maintain it and that you understand how to maintain it because this is one of the things that i definitely struggled with without knowing i was like oh cool i maintain my weight i go straight back to that it's like you're in a surplus mate now you're going back to gaining weight yeah yeah it's never like the end like does that no. make sense? Like people get to the yeah. end, like oh, and just go back to their again. old yeah. behaviors. It's like, well, no. Like if you if you do lean back on those old behaviors, you'll end up back where you were. Yeah. Um. It's like, well, what can I do that isn't so overwhelming that I can maintain and be happy with that? Be well, happy to do that day to day. What you've just said in fifteen seconds is why we don't do meal plans. Yeah. So we would rather teach our clients, um, like what they need. And then help them implement that until, you know, like they have a roster of meals that they enjoy, that they can cook. They know how to it's eat It's so out. easy. They it's can't so, fail. It's so easy. And they feel like they're happy with the way it makes them feel. Yeah. They're happy with the way it makes them look. Like yep. all of this stuff blended into one increases their, <coughs> pardon me, motivation and likelihood that they're going to continue it yeah. rather than just being like all right at 11 a.m eat two boiled eggs every day mm. and they say why i'm like because they're high protein and they'll keep you full <laughs> i don't like eggs i don't care you know it's like what's the point of a meal plan yeah so i mean add to that just logistically it's a nightmare trying to cook more than one meal you know two meals three meals like who's got time for that yeah not not many of our clients do yeah yeah so for us and our clients like meal plans so that's hey again (laughs) can work for someone just not for us and our clients but i guess like what they do is they take the guesswork out people just like being told what to do that's true but they also don't like you if you want to maintain it, you need to understand the why yeah, and you why? need that education yeah. around it. Otherwise, it's going to be really frustrating for you when you're gaining weight and you don't know why. Yeah. 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 And then that's when people will be like, oh, I'm eating too many carbs. It's like, oh, no, you're not. You're just eating too many calories. Yeah. Like overall, you know, so. All the wrong types of which aren't keeping you full. <laughs> yes. Like if I, yes. Like. Great topic. For, yeah. Maybe, Again, know, another podcast. And write these down. <laughs> so, yes, that is why we spend and we, you know, I'm sure our clients are so sick of us talking about healthy lifestyle and habits and behaviors and less about, you know, I guess like intricate tactics and more about the holistic view of, you know, and like we talk about super easy stuff. Yeah. And it's like... It, I'm sure to a lot of people, it seems so simple that it's like, what's the point? But if you can do, but if you can implement like four of the things we talk about in a month, just a week at a time, you'd be staggered at the results. Yeah. Now, you know, 12 of them and all of a sudden you're a new person with a new lifestyle, with a new set of behaviors, with a completely new understanding of how nutrition works and completely confident in your ability. I was about to, to say that the understanding and the confidence to then do it and know it and, um, you know, like even tell people like afterwards, like after you finish, everyone's like, oh, like you've lost weight. Oh, is that why? Because you're eating a salad. 
And it's like every time you're out, oh, you're always eating a salad. It's like having that <laughs> knowledge and confidence to be like, yeah, well, I am actually eating a salad because that's what I need right now. Because I'm an adult, Karen. And I'm getting <laughs> my veggies in. Because um, a lot of it does come down to confidence in the end. Like yeah. when like I've spoken to people leaving the program and them actually understanding what they've done, why they've done it. And Clarity. then, yeah. Clarity brings confidence. And then, you know, like competence in your ability to carry out the skills like it all just feeds into you being like i've got this yeah i know exactly what i'm doing i know why i'm doing it and now i'm empowered to actually carry it out long term yeah 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 Yeah. the health shaming that's another good podcast (laughs) health shaming (laughs) i'm a health Um, shamer but like they they feel they feel good and confident enough to say to to say to someone um yeah, that this, this is my choice. Like. You guys are eating a lot. <laughs> <laughs> you don't drink. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, that too. Anyway, um, yeah, so just check our run sheet. Have we, have we covered everything? We, we, like have, we've, we have covered, covered everything. The main point, I guess, that, that you should hopefully take away from this, what you may not have known that hopefully you now know, is the adaptation of the metabolism. Yeah. I, I think that's the main one is... Yeah. Just that where you are now compared to where you are after 12 weeks of a diet is completely different and you need to treat it way differently. And it takes 18 months. (laughs) Yeah, for that to become a new set point. For that to be your new set point. So everything needs to be considered for quite a long or an extended period of time. Um, Definitely don't do a diet, lose weight, and then go back to doing what you were doing and think that you'll be able to maintain any type of... Um, of loss there yeah because you will gain it all back yep enjoy the process of changing your lifestyle and then get comfortable in the new lifestyle and it becomes easy yeah you won't miss the old stuff like you'll appreciate it you know like i still eat m&ms yeah but occasionally very rare yeah but i enjoy it when i do it yeah and they're my favorite and i get them for christmas and father's day every year (laughs) from little mia (laughs) willis and now harry even though he hasn't gotten me anything he sucks. It hasn't been Father's Day yet. <laughs> oh, look out. It's coming big. New guitar from Harry. Oh, stop it. Anyways, um, guys, if you listen to this and you're confused about anything, like please message us. We could talk this stuff all day. Yeah. We do quite enjoy it. It's never, it's never a pain. And if we could say something that could make a bit of a difference to you on your the journey, then that would just be absolutely awesome. Yeah, I agree. All right, we'll see you guys next week. Messages if you've got any questions. Sounds good. Bye.